God created us, and we've been speaking ever since. But we've been speaking what we, most of the times, what we already see, what we already have. Which, we don't, which, is, what, which is what we don't really want. What do we, yeah. we don't want. We're speaking what is obvious. Let's yeah. say that, let's say that yeah. we're upset at each other. Yeah. We already have that. That's right. obvious. Yeah. Why do we go on about what is already so there? Good. Not realizing that we have the power to speak such that what we want, what, yeah, what we want, what is not there. We can we can speak what is not as though it already were, mm. and it shall be according yeah. to the book. If we speak what it is that we desire as if it's already there, we shall have that. That's what he said, yeah. right? Yeah. And because then the reality is what you speak, right, which is the obvious, which is what you don't want. Whenever you speak that, you reinforce it. Reinforce it. it. Yes. And you reinforce it. And and you're keeping it in in place. You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. What's up, family? Hey, everybody. Listen. This episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I promise we're not going to talk a whole lot. Um, I'm going to allow you to just say who we are going to be talking to. Mm-hmm. Let me just say this. This episode, this is all I have to say to those of you who are listening. <laughs> we're going to give you some time during this introduction to go get pen and paper. Yeah. And often we say, hey, you know, you're going to have to, re- you know, listen to this again. What I suggest is that you pause throughout mm, this. Mm-hmm. Take notes. Go back and rewind if you have to. Go back 10 seconds. Go back 30 seconds. Listen to it again to make sure you got it. Because this one mm. uh, selfishly was for us. It really was. And 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 because of that, we know that you're going to get some some value, some immense immense value mm-hmm. out of this out of this uh, conversation. Who who are we talking to? <laughs> so today we are talking with Pastor Baldwin and Doctor Pollyanna Barnes. They are actually our mentors, <laughs> and um, hey, that's a that's another story in and of itself. Yeah, for real. But they are our mentors, and they are the creators of relationships. Elationships, which blends ministry, counseling, and relationship education. And they're phenomenal at what they do. They are um, college sweethearts. They combine their educational and professional backgrounds with their personal passion and relationship journey to, um, they metamorphs, metamorphs, is that how you say it? 
they change like a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, you notice I didn't say anything because I wasn't about to. I wasn't about to tear that word up. <laughs> From college sweethearts to Christian relationship coaches, and again, they are phenomenal at what they do. They'll blow your mind. Doctor Barnes is the author of the new book entitled "Speak Your World." And I need for everyone listening to go and get that book because, again, you will be mind blown, as are we. Just phenomenal, phenomenal people. I can't speak enough about them. Their, their wisdom is—it's just out of this world. Yeah, it, it's it's. This is a great interview, and 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 like Nisi said, that you know she mentioned the word mentors. There's a story that comes out of that, like they weren't always our mentors coming into this conversation, but the conversation is so rich mm-hmm. that, and I won't get into the story. Maybe we'll tell our story on Instagram about how that came about, but the conversation was so rich that it was clear that these individuals should be a part of our lives mm-hmm. uh, in, in a more active way. Yeah. Um, and so listen, that's it. That's all we're going to say, because yeah. we could have a whole episode where we just talk, <laughs> talk about, about what they talked about the upcoming episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're we're not going to do that. Go ahead. Hopefully by this time uh, you've gotten your pen and paper. This was really an opportunity for you to really get your pen and paper and get prepared, get in a space where you can concentrate yeah, and soak all of this in because mm-hmm. it it is life changing. It is transformative. Yes. Uh, there are some things that you will hear that will take your marriage and relationship to the next level. And so with that being said, let's, let's get into the conversation. Let's get into it. Listen, can I tell you that I'm excited about this? You're not more excited than me. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, you know, we're excited because Gabrielle, from the first time she mentioned you guys, she said they are the younger you. Oh, wow. my goodness. They are the younger you. You know, they're the younger generation of you. And that, that means a lot to me. So when she said, I'm setting up something for you guys to talk and meet, I said, wonderful. That <laughs> yeah. means wow. a lot to that, us. I'm about to say, That's that a means huge a lot honor. to us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Can, can, can we just take a moment? Like, I that's know. big. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, we're very grateful, very I'm humble grateful. Yeah. That, that, that we could even be compared to you. Like I'm stuttering. I don't even know what to say. I, that's wow. thank thank that's, you for that's, that. That's yeah, that's encouraging you. because yeah. the journey that we find ourselves on mm-hmm. is often daunting for yeah. us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and sometimes we just don't know if it's you know, sometimes we're like, God, is this really like it's really unorthodox? And it's funny that you would say that because I'm actually about to shoot a video after this interview mm. talking mm-hmm. about the unorthodox path. And so to hear that, man, is really encouraging. Like, yeah. I just had to take a moment to soak that yeah, in. So thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Let's go. Thank you so much for this uh, for this opportunity. You, I must tell you that we love to be called Baldwin and Pollyanna. Okay. 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 We, you know, all the titles just separate. Aww. Yes, we have the titles. But we like people to call us Baldwin and Pollyanna because that, that's that's in relationship. There's no title. Mm, I love that. It's just naked human beings. Mm. So. 
There I it love is. That. And, and for those of you who are listening, um, get out your pen. Let me, I'm just going to tell you right now. Get out your pen and paper. Yeah. That was the first of I, what I I gather will be many, many more trade, trade secrets. Secrets. That's in relationships. There that's is no good. title, right? And so, mm. thank you for there that. Is no title. Yeah. Thank, thank and, you. And, and if you need Bible for that, you can go to uh, Matthew. I think it's 23, verse eight, the last phrase. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in the King James, it says, "Ye are all brethren." You're just brothers and sisters. That's all. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love Man, it. Man, that's awesome. So listen, you already, you, you, you're getting ahead of us right now. You, <laughs> you, you already dropped, <laughs> you already dropping nuggets. So let me, let me, let's go back a little bit. I really, I, when, when we speak to couples, I always want to know what the backstory is. I call it the love story. Yeah. So if you could just take a few minutes, tell us how, how you met and and what was that journey to to where you are now? Mm. You, for those of you who are listening, you, you you heard in the intro the passion that they have for relationships and for for marriage and for family. So yeah. let's go all the way back. How how did that start? So my recollection is that <laughs> it occurred in the cafeteria at uh, Andrews University. Okay. Um, so. The brothers, it's a Saturday, Sabbath afternoon, you know, at the church. Um, the brothers, uh, you know, we're sitting at the far table, furthest away from where people come into the cafeteria with their food, with their mm -hmm. trays. Mm -hmm. And we're all sitting facing in that direction because we're scoping out, you know, we're scoping out the room, <laughs> we're scoping out the ladies and so forth. And so we're sitting there looking at everything and everybody. And, uh, you know, there's the, the other side of our table is empty. And she comes in with two of her friends. So, there, you know, it's three of them. And she's in the middle. And she is, she's not, they're not walking. Well, the other two may have been walking, but she wasn't walking towards our table, to my table. She's like floating across <laughs> cafeteria, you know? <laughs> She's coming towards the table. The three of them come towards the table. And of course, back in those days, you know, the young men, we would, you know, stand up. So they came to our table. We stood up and we met. We started talking and we've been talking ever since. Oh, wow. Now, she has a particular um, story about that experience. So say what it is that you well, told your friends <laughs> on the way out. Yeah. So when we when we were at the table, he's the one that attracted me, you know, that that caught my attention. And he was so handsome and so articulate. And you know, whenever he looked at me, I saw glitters, you know, and all that. And wow. I just, I just we were connected, mm. you know, in, in, at the first first time we met. And literally, as I was walking out of the cafeteria. I turned to my girlfriends and I said, that's my husband. Wow. 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 Now, it, did, it didn't happen instantly, the, the, <laughs> the, the, my husband thing. Right. I mean, we had um, we had a wonderful experience um, in terms of relationship, but it, lots of ups and downs, and it was a, a long story. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't get married until seven years later. Seven years later. Okay. Seven years okay. later. Okay. And, and literally, literally, you know, um, I was in Canada, you know, after I finished college, I went to Canada and we were talking all the time. Um, you know, we love each other. He tells me, loves me, tells me every once in a while, let's get married. 
And then, you know, what I, what I asked you uh, a couple of weeks ago, can you put that on hold? And that's what he was going on. And year after year after year, you know, he's going back and forth. And so there's this guy who was really very interested. We had a great relationship. And years are passing, right? And so this guy said, I want to marry you. Mm. But, but you got to get rid of Baldwin in, in our space. <laughs> you know, either, either you, met, you get back together with him and you don't, you're mine. Anyway, so I talked with him and he was still vacillating. And then one day I called him and I said, I'll tell you I'm, what she said. She said she's getting married next year. And I can be the groom or I can be a guest. Wow. You have, a, you have one month to, de- to decide. Whoa. <laughs> and the next, the next week, he called and, and uh, you know, asked me to marry him. And so we've been married ever since. Man. And, uh, oh, my goodness. So uh, tomorrow makes 41 years. Yeah. 41 oh. years. Wow. Yeah. First of all, happy, ap- happy anniversary. anniversary. Man, wow. 41 years. And you know what? I love speaking with couples that are married longer than us mm-hmm. because there's just so much to learn, so yeah. much to glean from, so much wisdom. And it's inspiring. And, and so let, let me just say this for those of you who are listening who might be single. Clearly... The ultimatum works, <laughs> but but try it at your own risk. <laughs> try it at your well, own risk. Well, make, make sure you have other choices. If there you don't you have go. other choices, uh, that's it right. might backfire. So, yeah. Wow. Now that's a trade secret. That is true. That's Make a trade. Choices. Man, I love it. That's great. And you've been married ever since. And so, so, so talk about like... After getting married, right, what what led you into the passion that you currently have? Mm. Because there was, Baldwin, you talked about the, you know, ups and downs of, of the dating experience and that kind of thing. What what led you from that point in your life to now just being a, a champion for those of us who 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 are striving to to walk that journey in a specific way? Mm. Yeah, so it's the ups and downs of marriage itself. Mm. So anybody who's been married for a while and tell you that they have not had any tension, friction, they have never had a fight or never had crosswords or something, they are probably not being accurate or authentic Mm. with you or with themselves and their partner. Correct. So we were married and we had extremely significant challenges um I, I don't know how deep into the challenges we want to go, but 14 years after getting married, um, we she she came to me one. In fact, you can tell that well, part of the well, story. The part is this. So, you know, when before you get married, you live in a fantasy. Really. That's what it is. Yeah. You live in a fantasy. You have all kinds of dreams. And you, you, we act out those dreams yeah. and, uh, and then we get married and we think that, um, and so we compare those fantasies to reality, mm. not realizing that we were fantasizing wow. and it wasn't real, mm. you know? Yeah. And then when you face the reality and then, which is not what you had dreamed of, mm. then there's a clash, there's a, there, there's a problem. And so I think that's what happened, you know, with us. Uh, we could talk to each other, you know, and um, I, I'm, I'm fully expressed, you know. I, I am a fully and 
freely expressed person. Mm -hmm. And and he created, he provided that space for me to be fully expressed and accepted whatever it is I spoke of, wanted to know my opinion, etc. And um, this is pre-marriage you're talking that, about. Yeah, yeah, okay. pre-marriage. Okay. And then I, we get married, right? Um, my opinions are no longer uh, received, oh. welcomed, because they kind of cut, they are kind of contrary to whatever you know his opinions were. Mm. And so having to face this person to to have her opinion and say, no, I don't agree with that. I would rather this go that way, and then you know. So that's when all our insecurities show up. That's when all that stuff, um, you know, we are triggered. We triggered each other. Wow. Uh, I mean, big time. And wow. that was really the source of our issues, the triggers that we nothing about. Wow. And wow. so years later, you know. And, and so she came to me 14 years later and said, this, this is not working. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want out of this marriage. And um, and what was beautiful is that at least it may not have been the, the truth, but for me, it felt as though that was the first time in our marriage that he was that he would sit and listen hmm. and we could get what it is that I what my experience was in the marriage. Hmm. And so, you know, he listened. I listened, which. Um, Actually, the the capacity to listen rather than uh, to defend and you know mm. or to withdraw and run off and yeah. so forth. That capacity to listen came out of work that we were doing mm-hmm. with a, a company called Landmark because they were teaching us, yeah, a, a, a human development kind of things. You know how to be the best person that you could possibly be. Mm-hmm. So in in that capacity to listen, I sat down with her and said. Um, so, so this marriage is not working, right? Tell me more about it. Yeah. And, and she said all the things. And I told you more about it. <laughs> everything that was wrong with me, everything that was wrong and so forth. And, uh, I told her, well, you know, marriage is not working for me either. And I, I would like to get out of it as well. And that, she that was, was shocked. Shocked. Mm. shocked. That was a shock. I, I had never been talking to her about anything his that, experience right about your experience of right. marriage right? but she had always been talking to me about you know my insufficiencies and, and that sort of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so when i start talking about well you know i have challenges as well well that was you know confronting yeah um yeah. and so the next thing was i said so so this is not working for either one of us right mm-hmm. so the marriage that you would be fulfilled in that you would really like. Describe that to me. Share that with me. And that was my golden opportunity. Man, I love it. I love it. I, and she, she, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I I almost didn't want to interrupt the story because I want to no, get the no, rest. No, no. But what, there's so many things that you said that I just, for those so of you who are listening, I just got to pull them out real quick. Just the art of listening. Yes. And the importance of that. And, and what that does in a relationship to actually sit and listen. And, and as you said, Baldwin, not have the urge to be on the defensive. Right. To just sit and actually listen. And, and so many couples, if they would just take time to just simply listen mm-hmm. without having their dukes up mm-hmm. and just hear what the other person is saying. Mm-hmm. 
I think that that's just a phenomenal thing for those of you who are listening. You know, we've heard us talk about active listening all the time. And so to hear you say that, I I love that you that you brought that out. And just the the idea of asking what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. What do you want to see in this relationship? What do you I love it because and and that's still not bringing like if I say that to you, I've listened to you. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I ask you, well, what do you want? What do you envision for our relationship? That's still not bringing myself into this. That's correct. I'm still, you know, I can't think of the right word. I don't want to say catering to you, but I'm still serving you with what it is that you want. Oh, that's so good. And that's big. because that's hard to do. That's hard to do. And I was going to say, that's often not the approach that we take Mm -hmm. as human beings, Mm -hmm. right? So to be on the verge of what might potentially be a divorce Mm -hmm. and still have the presence of mind to say, okay, I'm going to listen. And not only am I going to listen, but I'm actually going to put myself in a position to understand what are the needs that I should be meeting. Yeah. We tell couples all the time, this is not about you. Mm -hmm. This is about you serving the other person Mm -hmm. and meeting the needs. So I love that. I just had to, I just had to. Say that for those of you who are listening, just that don't let that fly by you. Uh, that, that, that was great. Um, what you just did, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to add to that, that the listening is, is grounded in, in the letting go of, of me. Yes. One of the things that, that we are challenged with is, um, is, is letting go of what we want what we desire, how we think things should go. Our opinions. Yeah. 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 And all that sort of stuff. And and because we are attached to that stuff, Mm -hmm. we can't hear anything that the other is saying. Yeah. But if you can just suspend for a minute Mm. all of your chatter Chatter. going on in the back of your head, just just put it, it's it's not going to go anywhere. You're still there. You're safe. Nothing's going to happen. Just you know, suspend it for a minute so that you can be out here mm. with the other person yeah. in this space and you let yourself let go of that and be here with the other person. You get what they're saying. You get what they're saying. You validate how they're feeling. You empathize with them. Mm. And you build them up according to, um, you know, my Bible verse, right? right? Yes. You, yes. you build them up. Um, and things will be great for both of you, you know? Yeah, the reality is that when you feel gotten by the other person, yeah. you're, yeah. you're there. Yes. You're there. It's yes. like everything vanishes. Yeah, it does. I, I don't care what the issue is, mm. but when the person provides you this type of listening and you feel that they get you, yeah. Uh, in fact, that is the, that is the goal of active listening is yeah. to get the other person. Right. Yeah. So so I so I got her, and uh, the reason it was easy easy to get her is because both of us had let go of the previous relationship. Mm. It was ended. Mm. Neither one of us wanted that relationship. It was over. Okay. Let it go. Yeah. But but really, it's, it was your invitation that made the difference. So this right. is what he did. He's a brilliant guy. I must tell you, yeah. just like. Fantastic, the best. I love and, and, and and he said he said to me, um, you know, in in, in uh, 
you know, so I, I explained what it is that I wanted. It was all excitement, etc. And then he said, you, you, you can invite me again. Yeah. I, you know, why not? So, so you are over there uh, in the relationship that you don't want. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here in the relationship that you do want. So I and I reached out my hand and I, I actually you know invited her to step across the line from the from relationship that I don't want to the relationship that she does want. Yeah. She didn't get it at first. She was just she was looking at me. She was just she was just looking at me like, is, you know, like is it real? I mean, what's he saying? You know, does right. he have, it, all of that went across her face. I was reading all of that on her face. You know, so I, I invited her again, and she still looked at me. And then I invited her again the third time. I said, listen, you're over there in the relationship you don't want. Mm. And I invite you to step over into the relationship that you do want. And so finally, she physically actually stepped over, gave me her hand and stepped over. And from that day, we have been on this journey. We've been going to workshops. We've been going to seminars. We've been reading books. We've been going to school. We've been taking classes. by the best out there. Sue Johnson, the Gottmans, mm-hmm. uh, um, Hendrix, yep. all of them trained. They know us. You know, we've been trained by them. But the, the training was for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was for us. I tell you, um, you know, when we do retreats with couples, or we talk to them about counseling, they don't want to spend, they think, they think it's expensive. Oh, I, I don't want to. You have to invest, invest. in your relationship. Yeah. That's the best thing you have. Yeah. That's your greatest investment. Yeah. And so yeah. you, there, there is no limit as to how much money. Listen, listen one, one time we came across a program, life-changing program. Mm. That was like about $1,500 for the two of us or something like that. We literally took our mortgage money. We didn't mm. have it. We took our mortgage money and mm. said, Lord, you want us together? You will find that money. But this is what we have now. We're going to use it. We use that money. Of course, the Lord gave us the money. Yeah. But we we were willing to do what it took for our relationship. Nothing else mm. was more important to us. And so we have gone through all kinds of things. And, you know, finally got degrees in, in counseling and things like that. But first, it was for us to practice those things. Mm. You know, we built up each other, and, uh, and so we're just we're just sharing what we've yeah. gotten for ourselves. We're sharing it with other couples. That's what it is. Sharing it with the world. Yeah, we kind of became a magnet to couples. That's oh, what yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That, that's awesome. The imagery, the imagery of you. So. For those of you who are listening, you the can't. The imagery of the invitation. Oh man, that that it hit me. It gave me goosebumps. Yeah, that yeah. the imagery. Of, yeah, oh. that is phenomenal. <laughs> so, for those of you who aren't listening, I just there's no words that I can use to recreate this moment when 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 Baldwin held his hand out. Yeah, like that hit me between the chest. My I, goodness. I was like, oh, that's great. That's great, like and it, it just movie. shows right all of what you talked about. The investing in your marriage yeah. and 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 spending what was potentially your last mm-hmm. and asking God to bless it because you know that how he feels about marriage mm-hmm. and, and how he feels about relationships and all of that for me, right, just speaks to the level of intentionality 
Yes, that we tell that's it. couples to have as yeah. it relates to working on your relationship. Yeah, the same level, right? The yeah. same level of intentionality that you put towards any other thing that's important <laughs> to you. Mm-hmm. And like you, like you said, Pollyanna, it's the most important investment. Yeah. Why would you not put your all into it mm. to make to make it work, man? That's Very that's good. phenomenal. So so I. Listen, you know, I already told you, I'll keep you here forever. Like we can talk about this story all day long, but you, you, you talked about becoming a magnet for couples, right? So talk about that a little bit. What what has that turned into for you guys as it relates to to programs and, and offerings and things of that nature? Well, what actually happened is that um, as we were learning more things and, you know, we practicing and, you know, people are saying, well, you guys are so happy. What are you, you know, what are some of the things you're doing? So we, we started sharing and then we started having seminars and then we were invited everywhere for retreats and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it really became a passion for, for us. And, and for me, what it is that I say is this, whenever I hear a couple who's, you know, who's having difficulties and they want to, you know, they're looking at divorce, separation, et cetera. For me, I think about us, mm-hmm. that the state that we were in and the level of conflicts we experienced and, you know, things that came out of my mouth, you know, um, the saying to him. And I, I see that what God has done through us, mm-hmm. he can do through anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for me, I said, I was there and God brought me here. Then it's my duty to share with others, you know, what it is that God has done. To, you know, for us and through us, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and that's where the passion comes. That you, I don't care what what state you're in, uh, you can you can build up your relationship where you are fulfilled in your marriage or in mm-hmm. our relationships. I yeah, because the principles are basically the same. Yeah, yeah, that that's good. I like I like that because, and that's encouraging to hear, mm-hmm. right? Because. There are individuals, and I'm sure there may be some that are listening, who feel like their relationship is beyond the point of return yeah. and beyond the point of reconciliation. And what I just heard you say was your relationship can work, right? You are you are living proof of what God has done through you and has now given you, th- through education and through experience, the tools that you can share for others to get them to the place where they want to be. That's mm-hmm. encouraging to, yeah. to that, hear. That is definitely correct. And um, what you share, you know, how you live your life and yeah. impact others, um, you know, will ripple out into the future for, for years, yeah. even generations mm-hmm. to come. You know, who, who, who I am in the world is, you know, a world of transformed life. That's a whole nother story. But in other words, what I what I mean by that phrase is that I get, you know, life and vitality and energy from experiencing transformation with with other people, mm. you know, and with couples that we're talking with. And so just today, we were interacting with a couple that we haven't seen for years and years and years. And this couple had um, had another couple that they were friends with, and this other couple that they were friends with were in the midst, in fact, not midst of the divorce. From, from, 
declaration that yeah, they, divorced, they, wow. they were divorcing. They had gone through everything. They're just two weeks to go to the judge to get the final declaration. Mm. And this couple we were interacting with today, they reminded us that we interacted with this other couple and we, 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 like know, day. we poured ourselves day. into this couple. Yeah. And they... The, the, at the end of the day, the, yeah. The couple we were talking with today reminded us of that. And that is almost 20 years ago that wow. that couple, you know, came to us and they're still married. Uh, they, they they stopped the divorce, even though they were that close to the finalization of it. Mm. They stopped it. And now they're still together today in love with one another. I tell you, if you live this, it will make yeah. a difference, not just for, for you, not yeah. just for the two of us, but for others that mm. we interact with, you mm. know, for lifetime. Man, um, that's that's phenomenal. And, and that I, is the whole point. That is that's the whole, the whole point. point. You're right. And 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 you said, Pollyanna, that warmed your heart. And I was thinking to myself, now wa watch what I do here, right? You, you guys are going to love this. I was thinking to myself, man, I know that they bless God for that. And I know that there had to be some level of elation that you felt. As it relates to <laughs> to helping that couple, right? You like you like how I did that, right? That's that's exactly what we were about. Yeah. Is yeah. is the, the elation that yes. we feel when we interact with people like that, yeah. and and in fact, our ministry yes. is all about that, and, yeah. and that's why it's called relationship. Right. Uh, say say more about that. Right. Well, you know, before I say that. Um, when we, you know, we were talking to everybody, sharing and having seminars, etc. And and I, I I I don't know the we became family ministry director mm -hmm. directors mm -hmm. for the Northeastern Conference, mm -hmm. and and you know it was it was really like like a, a dream come true oh. that we got to we get, we we have been getting paid for the last nine years. <laughs> We've been getting paid. For doing something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. We were not getting paid doing it before. And right. now we're getting paid. And, and to, to sit together and plan those. I mean, the retreats, for instance, when we do couples retreat, we do our own retreat first. Mm -hmm. You know, I we, we live whatever it is that we're going to do with them. Oh, I love it. And so that we can experience mm. their experience. And, wow. and, you know, and so it, it's, it's like... Um, anyway, it's like heaven on earth, having your dream come through, yeah. doing something. And people sometimes say, how do you, how do you, um, how come you're with him all the time? Aren't you tired of him? No, I'm not. I love being with him. You know, it's like, that's my favorite person. Yes. And, um, and I love, I love doing things with him and all kind of things. So having the opportunity to minister mm. together about something we're passionate about, yeah. that's like, gold for, for us. Let me tell you how bad it is. We were with, um, uh, we actually, um, we, we lost a son. Um, you know, he passed away like mm -hmm. 30 years old. So we were getting some counseling for ourselves, <laughs> you know, grief counseling. Mm -hmm. And so we were with this couple. It's a couple that was counseling us. And we were this couple and they were, you know, working with us. And um, the woman, uh, <laughs> she, she said to us, well, what do you all do for fun? And, uh, and we said, oh, we, we work together. Yeah. You know, and we do <laughs> seminars and workshops. And she and said, 
what, what do, do you do for fun? fun? <laughs> well, you know, we, we design programs and we listen and deliver these programs. So fun, you know, doing it together. And so she said, What do y'all do for fun? <laughs> <laughs> and so the truth is, you know, like this conversation we're having right now, this is what we do for fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. this is this is fun for us. Yeah. This is fulfillment for us. Yeah. You know, we love this kind yeah. of conversation. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we just yeah. get juiced from this, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, yeah. And so this is yeah. where relationships comes from. Right. So out of out of that, because our term is ending, you know, with uh, with being family ministry uh, directors, and we really want to continue this, and we decided to create our uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, so relationships is exhilarating experiences that generate transformed relationships. Mm. That's what a relationship is. So it's it's about creating experiences for people such that they experience what it is we experience, you know, exhilaration, you know, and and that their relationship is transformed. So anybody who comes in our presence, we want them to be in a better place than when they came. Elated, exhilarated, transformed. Amen. Man, I love it. Phenomenal. You guys are amazing. Really, you are. Your passion (laughs) is just, you can just feel it. Just, oh, I just love it. And that's the kind kind of couple you want to talk to when you're trying to build something, right? Because we get so many skewed perceptions of what this journey is like, Mm -hmm. right? That it's just so burdensome and you're just going to have a tough time and it's just going to be, you know, an uphill battle the whole time. And we we don't often see this side, mm-hmm. what you're presenting to us, right? You said the couple that was working with you with grief counseling had to ask you over and over and over, <laughs> what do you do, what for, do, you do fun? for fun? And y'all are like, listen, I, we told you, like, that's this is what we do for fun. We're with yeah. each other. We work with each other. We're building together. We're doing these things and it's fun for us. And it's so important for for couples to see this side mm-hmm. of the journey because this side of the journey exists. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. you guys are proof of that, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't it's not all about, you know, carrying this bag of bricks on your back, you know, uphill, mm-hmm. you know, with your feet tied together. There's some fun in this. There's some joy in this. You can find some elation and exhilaration in this, right? So, just without giving anything away, or too much away because obviously we want folk to join the program. Yeah. Just just give us an idea of of one of those experiences. Like what is one what are one of those experiences like that you take couples through? Well, every um, every workshop and seminar that we work with um, it, it designed to address um, specific issues. Mm-hmm. L- let's say for one of our most popular um, workshops is uh, sex and intimacy. Okay. For um, and when we when we take people through that workshop, they oh, have, we, oh weekend uh, depending yeah so yeah, it's a weekend uh, 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 usually a couple's uh, retreat which is a weekend mm-hmm. we take them through that weekend they will leave there having experienced each other as they never have before, no matter how long they've been married, 
whether they've been married one year, three years, 10 years, 30 years, or 40 years. Mm -hmm. We had a couple who came through, they've been married 45 years, mm -hmm. and their relationship was wonderful. It was working, and they thought that, you know, they just came, you know, to support uh, us. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they came there, and they got to know each other as they never had before, and left there in a transformed state. Yeah, so, so some of the things that we do, we, um, we, we generate conversations mm -hmm. that are kind of provocative. You know, mm -hmm. um, we talk about issues. For instance, since you brought sex and intimacy, why is it that, you know, women, and so I'm talking on a general term, it doesn't mean that everybody's that way, mm -hmm. but, you know, women, men want sex more than women do, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that is a, is a contentious issue yeah. with many couples. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And the, the wife would say, you yeah, must wrong with you. Why are you all up, up on me all the time? You know, give me a break yeah. or something like that. And so we get to explain to them the difference. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. what is the sex hormone? The sex hormone is testosterone. Right. Who got most testosterone? Men. And yes. so, so we, we educate them mm. and they get to understand the other. And so, so, so since now I understand why he's this way or I'm this way now. Now there are times it's the opposite, but mm -hmm. the woman is really, you know, high up there. Mm -hmm. Now, it, it's, it's like heaven and earth when you find both the husband and wife who have high well, libido. I mean, libido, it's just, yeah. you know, but, but when they differ, uh, we give them activities and we give them all kind of options for them to look at. Okay, so, you know, sometimes you don't care to where you're the slower one and you're the one who wants it all the time. How do you come to a point where you support both e each other? Mm. So now that you understand why he's this way, why she's this way, how can we come to a point where his needs are still met? Right. And her, her needs uh, are also met yeah. Yeah. Uh, because for women affection is like is is the beginning of sex, right. and so having those conversations with them, giving them a list of things, and they can begin with that list. Okay, I'll do this. How about I do this? How about you do that? And then they add on to the list. They leave with something they can work with, mm. and so we have all kinds of activities throughout the weekend that they do. Uh, one of the things they that they do, we always have um, a box, a box of goodies, mm -hmm. but they are all kind of sexual, you know, things for their sexual life. Mm -hmm. If it's that seminar, you mean? Well, even, even, even when we have any retreat, we always send them to their room Saturday evening with a box. Yes. So there's always that little box, and in that box, there's always a, a jar of uh, massage cream. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they can be sitting in the yeah, while we are having sessions and we say, okay, uh, the cream is always on the table, always on the desk where they sit. And um, okay, now let's stop and start massaging each other's hands or massaging each other's feet right there. I mean, even though you got tons of couples sitting there, they don't care. They don't even know. They don't know what the other couple is doing right. because they're giving attention to Focused. each other. Yeah. So really, even though you may be in a room of a hundred couples, you are you are the only couple in the room. Mm. 
That's how we that's how we do our retreats and uh, or our you know workshops. So people, you know, when they leave, they leave understanding themselves and, and the other person on a deeper level and leaving with some new practices mm-hmm. that they can actually uh, apply on a daily basis. This That's is awesome. really great. <clears throat> That's I, awesome. I would assume with with that type of seminar and all of your other seminars that what you help couple how you help couples get to that point is you have to teach them or remind them how to communicate effectively. That's the bottom line. Yeah. That's so talk talk about that. Right. Talk yeah. about that a little bit. How how you help couples with their communication. You want to say? Yeah. Um Communication, you know, we talk to couples and we say, well, if you, if your relationship is a three-legged stool, mm-hmm. um, you have to have all three legs for the stool to stay upright. Mm-hmm. If you take one leg out, it's going to fall over. Mm-hmm. And communication is one of those one three of legs. Um, so couples, couples have a lot of issues in a lot of different areas, but the three biggest ones in order to keep the relationship going is communication. Uh, sexual relationship and finances, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And and so we talk to them a- about these things in communication, which is communication is really where we focus. Our forte. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Communication is we 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 teach them that communication is more than just talking. Mm-hmm. As we have talked earlier, we talk about listening. Right. If Listening is sometimes more than half of the communication. Mm. If we can teach people how to listen, which we do, it facilitates a a, a level of connecting that really makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Without that listening, they're, they're, they're not connected. So we spend time giving them communication skills. We actually practice with them, you know, how to talk. We give them how to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, active listening, for example. We give them sentence stems to use with each other to fill, you know. So if 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 I get you what you said was, and that's a sentence stem, yeah. and they fill out the rest of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we teach them those literal skills of communicating, how to listen, how to mirror um, or reflect, you know, um, to each other, um, how to validate each other because yeah because really what we what we want is validation yes and how i feel is valid right how she feels is valid yeah you you may not understand how i feel but it's valid Mm -hmm. i may not understand how you feel but it's valid Mm -hmm. so we validate each other you know um by saying you know i can see how you know you would feel that way based on you know, all that we talked about before, you know, in the speaking and the listening and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so we validate each other, we empathize with each other, and we get gotten. And once we've gotten each other, we have a foundation now to start making agreements and, um, you know, working on fulfilling on possibilities and you know, all this, this kind of stuff. So that's the kind of work we do. Do you have a <laughs> seminar that focuses specifically on just communication yes yeah. good oh good good yeah. well you know talking about communication i'd say that my level of transformation 
it really started from from communication. Okay. And that's why I'd say that's that's that may be my strongest uh, area of expertise. And I wrote a book about it. <laughs> I know you, you did. did. You did. It, right? Yes, you I did. Know. And, and that's a wonderful segue. Let's let's talk about that for a little bit. Before you dig into that, though, I do I want to say this for those of you who are listening. People who listen to this show know that we've said these three words a million times. Have a conversation. Yes. And we talk about the importance of the pieces of that conversation. So I love that you talked about the listening and you talked about the validation and the fact that you may not understand. Like, this is a major key right here. You may not understand, but you still need to validate. Yeah. Because often what we do is we... Because we don't understand, we dismiss. We invalidate. Right. Yeah. We do. Yep. You're right. We do the exact opposite. So we're like, I don't understand what you're saying. So obviously it doesn't make sense. It's not valid. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you brought that out. And for Mm -hmm. those of you who are listening, you have to be able to validate the other person. Mm -hmm. Right. That's I, I and you guys can, you know, please correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like that validation piece is often the the key that unlocks the door to allow you to begin to have some kind of productive dialogue. Yeah. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I, I I remember if if you were to ask me what are some of the things you learned along the way, mm-hmm. the first thing I tell you that that made um that just shook my ground and transformed my perspective is this. Uh, that Baldwin and I are from two different worlds, actually have two different worlds, live in two different worlds. Mm-hmm. It, it's not the past, it's the present. I love we that. live in two different worlds. Mm. And my world was shaped by my parents, my environment growing up in yeah. different a different environments, speaking a different language, yeah. you know, um, different culture, different schools, different friends, jobs, etc. That brought me here. Yeah. He was the same from a different room, different parents, etc. Mm-hmm. And so we created our worldview, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. are different than the other. Yeah. Yes. But the way we operate is that there is only one world, and that's my world. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's my world. Right. And, 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 and I mean, I, I, I remember saying that, and I hear men and women say the same thing. How, how, how come you didn't get that? Right. Ah, you make no sense. Yeah. How right. come you didn't get that? Right. Right. What kind of person is that? Yeah, would yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, would not realizing that this is your experience. That's your worldview based on created by many, you know, elements, factors yes. in your life as he's in his life. Yeah. And so your world cannot even validate his, just as my world is valid. So is his world. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that shook me up and tra- I, and you know I can tell you so many things that have transformed me into who I am and I'm still under construction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that made a world of difference to me because I expected how come he doesn't know how to love me? Yeah. How, how come what kind of thing is that? <laughs> I mean, those are the things I thought to myself. Oh, right, right. If he loved, if he if loved me, he, he would do such and such. Yeah. No, this is all a wow. fantasy. Wow, wow. Because wow. the reality is, he has he lives in this world, 
I live in mine. My job is to find out more about that world, mm. you know, so that I can step into that world so I know how to love him. Find ways to connect. So connect. And his job is to do the same for mine yeah. and, and validate whether I understand it, whether I agree with it or not, or whatever. That is his, as we say, reality. Yeah. That's his quote-unquote tube. I don't know about that stuff, but, you know, <laughs> but that, you, you see what I'm saying? Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. And so the validation mm. comes from that. Realizing that I have, I see things this way and he sees it differently and both are valid. Yeah. Now, what yes. are we going to do with it? Right. What are we going to do with it? Yeah. That's when you come together. Because when you, you reach the other with this mindset that he is as valid as I am, you yes. can do anything. That's it. That is phenomenal. You hit the nail on the head when that, you said, that's it. you know what I love when you said that you came from your world, Baldwin came from his world, mm-hmm. and you said that you are from different worlds, but you made it. Because I think what we do as couples is we think that we have to leave our world behind. And then create mm. this whole new world. But you said this is our it's world. Current, right. It's still who you are. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. And this, this is who we are. You know, when, when you look at marriage, the way I look at marriage is this. One plus one equals one. And the one means you get in the marriage complete. You know, when people say you complete me, that's <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> you are complete. Yeah. You yeah. come in the marriage complete. Mm-hmm. And that person comes in complete. Mm-hmm. And these two create one. Yeah. How we create one is not that we, we change our identity or we change the other person. We learn to appreciate and accept yes. the other person right. as they are. Because God created us different. We, we literally have a seminar on celebrating our differences. differences. Oh, you I know. love it. That's awesome. I love it. I was smiling because we have a t-shirt that we sell yeah. that says one it's plus one, one equals one. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. Yes, we'll definitely. We will send you one. We will send you one. Absolutely. We will send you both one. That's great. And and that's that what you said, <laughs> that alone will save somebody's marriage coming to that realization alone will strip away so much of the dysfunction and negativity Mm. once they come to that realization that is that's awesome and and i want to get into this book and i know my i'm I'm gonna let babe i'm gonna let you yeah i'm gonna let you go ahead and and, and take that because and to segue into that right just the the power of validation and the words you use Mm. And the power that those words have to transform someone or to bring them close to you mm-hmm. or to endear them to you or to give them the, the headspace that they need to begin to, to accept you and love you better. The power of those words is so crucial. Mm-hmm. And oh. you wrote a book that the concepts in the book are just mind blowing. Literally. So yes. I, I'm gonna let you because I know you've been itching to oh, talk about this. I so I'm just gonna wait. be quiet and I'm just gonna let you do that. <laughs> this book blew my mind. First of all, when I when Gabrielle told me that you had a book, 
And I was like, okay, I need to get it. I need to read it as much as I can before we interview them because we do that with our guests, right? And so I got the book and I was like, hmm, speak your world. Okay, we've heard people say it all the time. Speak things into existence. And honestly, when I when I hear that, I think in the recesses of my heart, I, I must not truly believe that it's that simple to do, right? And so I read the I read most of the book and before I started reading it, well, first of all, I want you to explain what this book is about. The book is entitled Speak Your World. So talk to us about what the book is about. And then I'm going to pull out just a couple things because I want people to buy this book. So I'm not going to give too much away. So tell us what it's about, first of all. Then I want to just talk about just a couple things in here that blew my mind. Okay. Uh, so the title is actually Speak Your World. Um, powerful speaking or intentional speaking that creates unimaginable living. And, and, and basically that's what it is. Uh, it, it is a book that uh, based on, on my experience, our experience, um, where I used to be so negative, you know, and that's how I expressed when I was not happy on my discontentment, I would share with him as I said, I'm fully expressed. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm happy, he knows. If I'm not happy, oh boy, did he know it <laughs> even more so. And, um, and, I, and but the reality is that I was unhappy. Mm -hmm. And uh, the more I would express myself, the more, the more I lost him. Mm -hmm. That's what it wow. was. Wow. Um, I lost this man that I fell in love with, uh, you know, who just so profound. I mean, you talk to this man, it's just, uh, I just love talking mm -hmm. with him. And and uh, and to see that we would be in a room and never utter a word to each other, mm. we became strangers, you know, mm. in, in a room. I was miserable. Mm. But of course, he, that was his fault. You see, it was his fault mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why I was why I was miserable because right. he made me unhappy. Mm -hmm. And until you know my father's revelation. You know, which stem from my childhood issues. Yeah. And I came to realize my mom is happy because of the way she speaks to my father and to all of us. Yeah. And um, realizing that we are created in the image of God. And just as God created the world with his words, so are we, not can we, so are, are we. we. We are literally creating our world. Yeah. You know, good, bad, whatever it is, we create it. We have exactly what we create from our words. Mm. And um, when I came to realize that, you know, I began to practice it. I began to practice it. And so one of the things I, I did from the beginning, I, I was determined that I, I committed to honor him in his presence and in his absence. Mm. So I would not speak negatively to him. And, and when he's not with me, I would not think negatively of him. Mm. So if I were mad about something, I would literally suspend it and say, okay, Pauliana, put that on hold. And when you get a chance to express it positively, then you can do it with him. Until wow. then, that good thoughts are about him. Mm. And, wow. and so it, I, I continued like that for years. Was it difficult and, in the beginning? Um. Was it, was it what? Was difficult it difficult in the beginning, in the beginning to, <laughs> yes. to... Oh, yeah, especially mm -hmm. when you're not happy. Yeah. You know, when, listen, when you're happy, when everything is going great, 
You say the right word, honey, this and that. You're so wonderful. You say all the things that the other person needs to hear. It's when you are not happy about things, when you're disappointed, when he doesn't do things your way, you know, when you think that he should be in your world, it makes no sense that you're, where are you if you're not in my world? My world is <laughs> right. the world. Right, right, right. And then you shoot out things. Yeah. You know, whenever I was triggered, I would say things that were negative. And in return, I just shut him down. He just, he just, you know, became speechless. Mm -hmm. And so we were not connected. And, uh, and then began to take a look at what are the things that cause us not to have the world that we, we are committed to. Mm -hmm. And really, that's what the book is about. The book just shows the, the, the most sides of the coin as to, you know, so to, to have, to be in a world where you can create things, you have to have authenticity, mm -hmm. you know, and, and authenticity is about telling it like it is, telling the truth. And you know our folks, especially Christians, love to pretend. We pretend perfection yeah. when we're yes. not yes. perfect. Yes. No. And, and we don't tell it like it is. We pretend to be things. We, we feel a certain way yeah. and we tell our spouse differently. Yeah. Right. And so Very true. in doing so, we dilute our power, mm. the power of our word. And so um, it's really to be honest with yourself. And then to share. So this book is about getting to know you. Getting to know you. Because chapter three, for instance, is like a chapter that talks to you about your childhood wounds. Mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that impact the rest of your life, especially the way you communicate. Because those wounds are triggered. Whenever you're triggered, stuff come out of your mouth. You're not even aware of it. Right. And so, you know, Becoming aware of who you are, what mm -hmm. triggers you, you know, being in control of yourself, of your mind. Mm -hmm. uh, when you are able to do that, then what comes out of your mouth is intentional. You know, you intentionally say things that will give you the result that you intend to. Anyway. <laughs> no, that man. That's, so, you know, I, I always like there's certain phrases, man, that just like slap me in the face. Right. <laughs> You've been doing this the whole conversation just so that you know. Right. So when you talk about diluting your power, mm. I was like, man, I got to do some inventory. Like, I got to yeah. do some self inventory yeah. because I I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I'm guilty of assessing what I see in a way that is probably keeping me from getting past what I see. Mercy. That's correct. Well, well that is the challenge that um, most of us have mm -hmm. is that, you know, we have this book that I highly recommend. <laughs> it's called From Genesis to Revelation, if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. So, so we highly recommend that book. Mm -hmm. But most of us, we hold it in our hands, but we're really not familiar with the principles of the book. Or, or we don't have access to its power. We don't have access to its wow. power yeah. because we're, we're not aware of what we're holding in our hands. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so when you talk about diluting power, mm. we, 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 we have no understanding of what we're holding in our hands. 
when Pauline um, has a title, Speak Your World, yeah. you know, intentional communication causing unimaginable living, yeah. I, that, that literally begins from, you know, Genesis chapter one, where it says, you know, speak, let there be light. Yeah. Uh, let us make man in our own image. Mm -hmm. And so God created us and we've been speaking ever since, mm -hmm. but we've been speaking what we, most of the times, what we already see, what we already have. Which, we don't, which, is, what, which is what we don't really want. What do we, yeah. we don't want. Mm. We're speaking what is obvious. Let's yeah. say that, let's say that yeah. we're upset at each other. Yeah. We already have that. That's right. obvious. Yeah. Why do we go on about what is already so there? Good. Not realizing that we have the power to speak such that what we want, what, yeah, what we want, what is not there, we can we can speak what is not as though it already were, mm -hmm. and it shall be according yeah. to the book. Yeah. If we speak what it is that we desire as if it's already there, we shall have that. That's what he said, yeah. right? Yeah. And because then the reality is. What you speak, right, which is the obvious, which is what you don't want. Whenever you speak that, you reinforce it. Reinforce it. it. Yes. And you, you reinforce it. And, and you're keeping it in, in place, you know. Mm. And, and Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 says, Husband, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for. Now, here the next verse. And sanctified by the washing of water by the word. Yeah. You, you've got to get the understanding of that principle. How, how Jesus created his church was there was a flow of words coming out of his mouth mm -hmm. that was washing over the people and shaping the people to become the church that he wanted them to be. Mm -hmm. You and I have the exact as same power. As husbands. Or not, as, not human just a, as human beings, okay. as both husbands and wives. Okay. We have the power to create a stream of words that's coming out and flowing over the other yes. and shaping yeah. the other into what we would want them to be rather than a flow of words talking about what they already are that we don't want. <laughs> Make no sense, does it? But yeah, that's what we do. We speak the obvious. We speak what we don't want. Uh, and not realizing that, we keep that in existence. Right. And if we speak what we want, we create it. We create it because, you know, uh, I, 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 I tell him he's just the most wonderful person in the whole wide world, you know. And, uh, and that's what he shows up for me. And, you know, one of the practices, one of the things that we do with each other um, is that we appreciate each other. We, we acknowledge each other. We share something that the other does on a daily basis or more than once or whatever. Mm. And, you know, I remember <laughs> distinctly, and, and I mean, we do that all the time, but one of my practices is to, you know, we have two jars, 32 ounces. I fill it up with water every evening mm -hmm. and put it on our, you know, table by our beds mm -hmm. um, before we go to bed. So the first thing we do, we wash out our body, you know. In the just, morning when we wake morning, up. we drink all that. 
Mm-hmm. First thing, it's lukewarm. Instead of a good for the body, right. we drank that. And so, you know, he's never said anything about it. And I never really expected anything. We are in England. <laughs> England. See, I remember specifically. Aww. And um, we were doing a, a workshop for pastors and their wives. And so we always demonstrate how to appreciate each other. Because it's not just, you know, I like this about you. No, we go deep mm-hmm. such that the person who's being appreciated experiences being appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so he appreciated me for that job of water. Oh. I don't forget it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not forgotten simply because I know he appreciates that. Yeah. That's what we mean by creating your world. When you speak those, those things that, el- that elicits, it elicits the best out of people. Uh, look at them from the bright side. Look at them from, from what they have not even imagined themselves to be. Mm-hmm. You know, look at them that way. And when you speak that to them, you speak life into them. Yes. You speak dream into them. You speak all that because you love you looking at me. I love it. I love it. I was going to say it. our listeners it. cannot see, but right. this whole time the whole interview when Pollyanna is speaking Baldwin is just you can see the love and affection and admiration that that he has for you and Baldwin when you're speaking Pollyanna does the same thing I think I was going to say at the end of the show that I wish the listeners could see how you guys look at each other with the love that you have it is palpable I just love it it's awesome I I listen I could listen to you guys talk Wait for the not, rest. I mean, I mean, yeah i know i know you're not done i, I just okay. i just had to say that man i, I could just listen to me this too. for me too you guys are fun you know, God. Praise God. this this is this is awesome and mm. for those of you that are listening while you're getting you know your your thoughts from the book mm-hmm. for those of you that are that are listening there is i'm gonna just be transparent so i won't put it on the listeners how about i just put it on myself there is some level of evaluation that I need to do based on what you just said, because there are some things that I I need to speak better about. Let's just, let's just be honest. There are some things and, and, and what you said, right? Simple statement, incredibly profound. When you speak to what you see currently, you reinforce reinforce that. Yeah. It's like nailing down what you see. Yes. Mm-hmm. And why would we, why in the world would I want to do that? If that's not what you if want. If that's not what I want. Exactly. Yeah. Man, that's phenomenal. Okay. I receive that. Yeah. I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to touch on something that jumped out at me on chapter 10. Again, I really, really want our listeners to get this book. So I'm not going to delve too much into it. But I just wanted to read this and then have you talk about it because this just I had to put the book down after I read (laughs) read this because this was just wow. So it's chapter 10, which is entitled Effective Prayers. And what jumped out at me is that you said some of us were taught that nothing is too hard for God. Jeremiah 32, 17. While this is true, God respecting the peace of himself in all of us does not go against our own belief system. 
So God can't go against what we believe. He won't do that. That's why Jesus always asks, do you believe? Yeah. Do you have faith? Do you believe? Mm. The, the, the thing is, um, yeah. I mean, God is really something else. Isn't he, it? He's a gentleman. <laughs> yes, that's it. He, ha- he has created us and he has given us all of this. He has given us will. Mm-hmm. He has given us, you know, knowledge or awareness and so forth. And he has given us choice. That's it. And he says, choose. Yeah. And he, as a gentleman, will not force our choice. Yeah. And if you want something the way you want it, unfortunately, I mean, I say unfortunately, but he will allow you to have what it is that you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Are you believing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What it is that you believe, what it is that you want. He says, listen, I am offering you on this hand, I am offering you life, mm-hmm. love, light, power, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And But if on the other hand, you prefer to choose the opposite, darkness, yeah. fear, mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that stuff. You have a choice. Mm-hmm. Now this, and I'm this here to accommodate you. Yeah, this one leads mm-hmm. to eternal life. This one leads to perdition, to destruction, mm-hmm. to death. But you are free to choose. Right. And and so w- w- what you just read is about God allowing us to choose. Choose. Yeah. What do you believe? I say to you that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. you may choose another way or another person to show you the way. Yeah, you know? sure. It's your choice. Yeah. Well, I think that this book, um, someone reading it, you know, it's about communication. They might think that I'm talking about the dynamics of communication, you know, uh, how to talk, how to do something. No, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, have, I have gone to the source of, we are as human beings and what causes us to say what we say. Uh, it's really starting from our childhood, as I mentioned. Mm. Our subconscious, that, that, that yeah. is, <laughs> is all that we express. Right. And so uh, it's, it's helping people to become aware, mm-hmm. self-aware, and then aware of others. Mm. Uh, such that in your communication, those two things, are, you're always present to those two things, mm-hmm. you know, because when you see Ephesians 4, 29, mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite passages, and I say Ephesians is, the book of Ephesians is my favorite book in the mm-hmm. Bible. I mean, there are other books, but that one is practical theology. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and it says, you know, I, I mix the, the versions. I mix King James and and um and international versions because they answer to specific things that i addressed mm-hmm. in the book and you know let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth that's king james mm-hmm. the next part says but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs mm-hmm. that grace may be imparted to the hearer yes. that, that's that's two chapters <laughs> that's yeah. two chapters yeah, yeah. that 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 passage transformed me. Wow. Like I tell you, that is 
one fasting, one Sabbath, one morning, the Sabbath. One morning, I was in my closet, you know, doing my morning devotion, and I was reading the Bible, and I read that chapter. I've read it before, mm-hmm. but when I got to those texts, mm-hmm. 29 to 32, it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And, and it's as though I've never read it before, mm-hmm. but I realized that I was in, I was prepared to receive it right. because I was that state of my life. Mm-hmm. I came to the realization that I needed to transform the way I spoke mm-hmm. to my husband. Yeah. And I was looking for ways to teach me how to do that. Yes. And that one text alone, co-op communication, uh, he just loves to. He, he, he describes it so beautifully, <laughs> you know, the, what co-op communication is. And then he goes, which is really poison, putting poison in somebody's mind. And because and, words are nourishment for the soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you speak those words. You're killing up somebody's spirit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and that's what co-op communication does. Yes. But then it says, but speak only what is helpful for building others up mm-hmm. according to their needs. Yeah. So mm. the purpose of communication is to build up, encourage, yeah. strengthen, you know, um, all that good stuff, lift up people. And if, you, if, if there's anything else you want to say, that's not um, having that impact on the person, then don't say it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. And, and, and then it goes beyond to say, you speak to them to build them up, elevate them, etc., according, according to, to their needs. <laughs> Which means you got to know that person. If you're going to mm. talk to them, you better find out something about that person. Mm. And when you know, then you speak to them in a way that they feel gotten that they know you have their interest at heart, you know, that you do that. And then the last part, Mm -hmm. that grace may be imparted to the hearer. Grace, grace, generous gifts. That's what grace is in this context. You know, gifts, gift of the spirit, love, joy, you know, patience, all that good stuff. When that comes out of your mouth, Mm -hmm. you create a world of bliss. Yeah. Because that may not grace in that that may not necessarily be what you want to say right. to them at that time. According to that person, According because to this, their is, this is what happens when you speak to people that way. Mm-hmm. They are open to hear anything you have to say. Yes. And this is what happens when you speak to them that way, that their needs are met. Mm-hmm. And then you share with them your need. You're going to get it. I love that you said that. I love that you said that because as you as you were just speaking in the last 30 seconds, I thought to myself, nowhere in that passage does it say anything about what you get in return. Mm-hmm. It's all about what you say, who you say it to, based on what they, they need, need, providing grace to them. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about what I get in return. But what and here's where here's where we mess up as human beings. We don't take the time to look a little take a a second to just look past that for a second and realize what you just said. If I'm intentional and I'm sincere about doing those things, ultimately, I do get something. If I don't go into it 
thinking that it's about it's about me and not about the other person. So I love that that's how you wrap that statement. Because communication on the biblical sense is other-centered, not self-centered. Right. Yeah. In the biblical sense, yep. Yeah. That's good. Oh, man, I would love this interview to be three hours long. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, we, we're going to turn a corner just in, in a second. But those of you who are listening, right, you, you'll probably notice and you may have asked yourself, well, man, he didn't ask them for any trade secrets. Well, I didn't have to. There were plenty given. We started out the interview with a trade secret. <laughs> yeah. And they just kept coming. Like a like a bubbling brook <laughs> ever ever since then, man. So I just want to thank you guys. We want to thank you so much for just pouring into oh, us. Like I almost I, I love the listeners, didn't, but I, I just want to be selfish for a second. This I was, was like say, for us. <laughs> didn't you feel like sometimes like we weren't interviewing them for the podcast, it, like it, they were speaking I'm to I almost you, forgot that I, we had listeners that were going to present this to. I just was just engrossed. Yeah, this it is was just, this, this was awesome. This yeah. this this was awesome. No, I was going to say I would like to leave the, the listeners with this thought. Please. Um and here again talking about uh, the the communication Ephesians 4 29 to 32. The verse 30 is is like a you know and and grieve not the Holy Spirit. You know, it says, hmm. and verse 30, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of which you are sealed, etc., etc. To redemption. You want to talk about that here? Uh, about the grieving the Holy Spirit? Yes. yes. Well, if, if I, if I, I know you're trying to end. Yes. No, I, I, no, 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 no. Take your time. No. We're not trying to end. <laughs> we'll stay as long yeah. as you stay. <laughs> so, 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 so let me go back to the beginning of verse 29. Mm-hmm. So where it says, uh, let no corrupt communication mm-hmm. proceed out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Th- that, that word corrupt literally envisions like a bowl of fruit. And so like we are physical beings. We love, you know, ripe, luscious fragrant, you know, fruit, right? And you can name whatever fruit, you know, is is yours, you know. Um, one of mine is, is Haitian mangoes. Um, but but it, it envisions a bowl of fruit, but instead of, um, you know, wow, luscious, ripe, fragrant fruit, it the, the word corrupt there in the original is envisioning a bowl of rotten, mm. maggot-filled, mm. fungus, you know, putrid, stinking-smelling fruits. Wow. And wow. What, what it's saying is that, um, along with being physical beings that like to eat, you know, good Haitian mangoes, we're also spiritual beings. And uh, the book says in John chapter 6, verse 63, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Mm. And so when I'm speaking to you in a way that hurts you, that demeans, that puts you down, that makes you feel less than, that's corrupt communication. Mm. I'm giving you stinking rotten fruits to eat Mm. with that kind of words. And when we give each other that kind of words 
for our spirit and our souls to eat, verse 30 says that we are grieving the Holy Spirit. And we cannot be saved and sealed for heaven when we're grieving the Holy Spirit. He he says, I, I'm out of here. I can't, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not with this. I'm not down. Mercy. I'm not down with that kind of communication. Mercy. Yeah, right. Mercy. And so we have to let that kind of communication go if we want to make the Holy Spirit happy. If we, yeah. if we, if we, if we when we talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, it's like it, it, it describes like a human being or, or a being that has emotions. Yes. You know, because yes. sadness and happiness, that's emotions. And then right. grief, grieving is the loss. So when when we speak that way to each other, something is lost. The connection with each other, you know, um, um, the, the life even of relationships can be lost. And we grieve when we lose something. Isn't yeah, that grief. so? Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And so the Holy Spirit being present to, to us destroying each other is grief. Destroying each other with our words. Yeah. So it says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Because the reality is, the Spirit is in that space between the two of us. And whenever I speak with him in a corrupt way, I grieve the spirit. I get to the spirit before I get to him. Yes. The spirit mm. is between us. Yeah. So I grieve the spirit before I even grieve him. So when you when you realize that when you speak, you're speaking to and through God. Yes. Mm. To the other person, that should inform how you speak. Yes. Because you're always in the presence of God. Yeah. And so verse 31 yeah. says, get rid of all anger and wrath and bitterness and clamor and evil speaking, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Verse 32 says, but be, be kind and compassionate and forgiving one another, even as God, God Christ. has forgiven us. So that's what the book is about. I mean, all these chapter forgiveness, all that stuff is all in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. Different perspectives, but yeah. That's what it is. That's beautiful. You know what I love about you know what I love about Ephesians four? Yes. Is that Ephesians four, probably starting around seventeen or so, I, I feel like that's the that's almost the precursor or the instructions that you need. So if you think about buying a piece of furniture, you get these instructions yes. in order to make the furniture what it's supposed to be. It I feel like that's the that's the precursor or the instructions that will allow you to be able to fulfill what you're called to fulfill in chapter five. That's correct. So so often we talk about chapter five, right? And, and we talk about, you know, what is it? 21 to 32, I think it is where it's talking about husbands, love your wives and that piece. Like we drill on that piece, but don't often go back to what you went back to, which is the instructions Mm. that if you do these things, then you'll be able to do those things. Mm. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I love, I and love that text, you brought and, that. And the text before, why be submissive to your husband, mm-hmm. says, submit yourselves one to, to the another. other. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it, man. So for those of you, I know you're hearing us talk about the book. You're, you're probably wondering, how can we get this book? We're going to get to that in a second. Don't worry. We'll tell you how uh, to get this book. But 
Let's let's do this real quick. Let's play a quick game with you. I okay. just don't want to. I know. I was like, man, do we have to? Like, can we keep going? <laughs> let's play a quick game with you. And then after that, I want you guys to let us know how we can get the book, how we can get connected uh, with your uh, Elations ministry uh, and, and whatever else you may have going on. But we're going to play a quick game with you. Nothing you got to think about. It's really easy. What we call it is the 60 second think fast. And I'm going to ask you 10 questions because both of you are here. You're both going to answer five questions each, but we'll alternate back and forth when I ask the questions. The answer, the questions are simple, but there are, there's a choice that you have to pick one of the two answers. For example, I'll ask you, Baldwin, what's your favorite color, red or blue? And you just have to pick one of those two answers. And then I'll ask Pollyanna. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to ask a bunch of different questions this time. Okay. We'll start with you, Pollyanna. And Oliver is going to put 60 seconds on the clock. And we're going to try and do it in 60 seconds before the buzzer goes off. You mean all five questions in 60 seconds? No. No. It's it's all 10 questions in 60 seconds. Yep. You ready? Okay. Okay, here we go. Pollyanna, coffee or tea? Tea. Baldwin, carnivore or herbivore? Herbivore. Polly, football or baseball? Football. (laughs) Baldwin, (laughs) (laughs) Baldwin, casual grub or fancy restaurant? Oh. Casual grub or fancy restaurant. Fancy restaurant. (laughs) Pollyanna, Netflix or night out? Uh, Night out. Baldwin, book or movie? Wow. Book or movie? Um, Movie. Pollyanna, super rich or super happy? Super happy, super rich. <laughs> Baldwin. That's okay. Keep going. Keep okay, going. I'm gonna keep, keep going. going. Baldwin, <laughs> hot and humid or cool and crisp? Cool and crisp. Pollyanna, toilet paper hangs over or under? Over. Last one, Baldwin. Early bird or night owl? Mm. Early bird. <laughs> Early bird. <laughs> that was great. That was the it's most funny. fun. It's funny. We're laughing. Those of you who are, li- who, are, who are listening, we're laughing because... Baldwin was looking at Pollyanna like, uh, what's the answer? What's, 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 what should I say? She knows me better than I know myself. Hey, right, right, right. I understand. It's interesting you asked me the question on baseball and football. Baseball, I do not do baseball at all. Me you either. Know, I think when my when about when our children were small and uh we took them to one of their birthdays, we took them to a baseball game. A semi-pro game in Huntsville. Mm. And uh, me and the two boys, we were just loving it. <laughs> and she was dying. I mean, <laughs> she was dying from boredom. And I fell asleep. Wow. <laughs> Sitting on bleachers with no, you know, no back to right. it. And she's still falling asleep because <laughs> she's so bored. Wow. 
that's funny. I remember we went to a baseball game. It was the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Orioles? I don't even know what they're called. And they lived there here in our home, home, well, his hometown. And I guess they made a home run or something. I don't know. And everybody started high-fiving. And the man in front of us stood up and high-fived me. And I'm like, yay, what happened? I don't even know what happened. And I gave him a high-five. And I have no clue what happened. So I understand. I, I'm clueless. <laughs> Clueless. Man, that's ah. awesome. We we want to thank you again. We can't thank you enough for the time that you spent just Pouring man, just unloading such wisdom. Yeah. Uh, and I know that individuals who are listening to this were blessed by it. We often tell people you got to rewind. Yeah. But what I hope you did and what we will, you know, if you listen to the intro in the beginning, we would have encouraged you to actually pause this one. Mm-hmm. Like this one, you got to pause, write stuff down. Yeah. Keep going. Rewind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> write stuff down. That's pause again. <laughs> just yeah. so that you can get all the nuggets. And so we appreciate you for that. And we just pray God's blessing. Continued blessing on, on everything you do. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary tomorrow. 41 years. So we're having a soft launch. Uh, yes, so let's talk about how about we can it. connect with you. For um, relationships, which mm-hmm. is, you know, our our new uh, ministry that where we're headed. Um, and uh, relationships is going to provide, uh, as Pollyanna, you know, has this book, uh, Speak Your World. It's going to provide materials like that. It's going to provide workshops. It's going to provide seminars, retreats, counseling, group counseling, um, couples counseling, coaching. All of that kind of stuff, you know, is going to be available through relationships so that people can have transformed relationships one with the other. And what we provide... Relationships? Relationships at Jamil Beckham? That's that's an email address, you know, relationships at gmail.com. But you can also find um, relationships... um, a website. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the book, uh, Speak Your World is available on, on Amazon. Uh, just look for Speak Your World or Pollyanna Barnes. Um, it's one of her books. She, she has other books up there that you can find there as well. Um, so what is this happening in terms of what's next? I guess the launch tomorrow is really... Um, what we're looking at, you know, as it's a gift to ourselves, you know, our mm-hmm. anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, we're giving ourselves the future oh. is what mm-hmm. we're doing. Nice. So I love it. We I want to share that. that transformation with those that we come up at, come across in our path in the future. I love Fantastic. that. And, and, and we'll make sure we have all of those links in the show description as well. And for mm-hmm. those of you who are listening, you're actually listening to this a few days after the soft launch. Mm-hmm. But that's OK. Make sure you connect with them. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're following them. Make sure that you go and grab that book so that you have all of this and so that you know when they're doing uh, their events and, and coaching and, and counseling. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> want to be connected. This interview, this conversation yeah. is just a small mm-hmm. tidbit of the wealth of knowledge that this couple has. So you yes. want to make sure that you stay as close to them as possible. Mm. Man, thank you so much, family. Thank you. 
So Oliver uh, and, and Denise, um, th this has really been a generous gift uh, on your part mm -hmm. uh, to allow us to, to share this platform with you. And uh, that's really, you know, wide open arms that you provided to us and a big heart. And I, I love the heart that you have <laughs> right there between you, mm -hmm. you know, talking about love. It, it's all about love. Yeah. And um, just want to appreciate and acknowledge mm. uh, the, the love that you've shared with us and the generosity that you've shared with us by allowing us to share with your listeners. Mm. So God bless you all in your ministry. And we look forward to the next few months when you will have 41 years uh, <laughs> as well. It, it will come a lot faster than you think. Indeed. Yes, Indeed. Sure. We, we, we thank you so much. We got we, 20 to go. We got 20 to go. Yeah. Yep. 20 to go. <laughs> 20 to go. And, thank and you so to, much. And we want to appreciate you for what it is that you do, for the work that you do. Thank you. Um, God. It impacts a lot of people because one of the things that we don't do is that we, we don't provide relationship education. Yeah. Uh, you know, because marriage and parenting are the two, you know, crucial, most important relationships that we engage in. Mm. But we go in it, you know, blind blindfolded. Yes. We, we don't know what we're getting into. Yeah. Right. Even when we do premarital counseling, you know, we do those sessions, it's nothing compared to what it is that we need to learn. And so what it is you're doing, it's not just for people who are married, mm. but I hope that those who are singles, who are contemplating being in relationship, because the principles that you present here are, are um, you know, universal. Yeah. Indeed. For Indeed. all kind of relationships. Yes. And that yes. works. Yes, there's intimate relationship, but the principles are universal. Right. And um, we are very committed to uh, relationship education because that when people understand why we are the way we are while we interact with each other the way we do then it will enhance our relationship and that's what we do and so we thank you for the ministry that you provide and God bless thank, thank you, you so much thank you receive those thank, thank you so much man this is awesome this has been another episode of Trade Secrets Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless.